What is up, everybody? This is Kristoff, and we are here on Extra Normal Podcast, where we talk about abnormal stories for these extra normal times. My name, again, is Kristoff. Alongside me is... Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Brianna. Hey, it's Brianna. How's everybody doing this evening? Aren't you going to ask me... We had a little conversation last episode. Aren't you going to ask me how I'm doing for once? What's new with you? Nothing. How are you doing? Just Christmas bullshit Another now. squeaky chair. In the fucking, I know. <laughs> I apologize about the Chris, squeaky chair and a frozen camera that. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's going to keep happening. You called it. I did. I'm sorry. It's going to keep happening. Anyways, how have you been, Brianna? You know, I'm really excited for this holiday season. Are you? You're in the mood. You're in I the festivist mood. I really am. And yeah, you got your pagan happy. tree up. You got your pagan <laughs> lights up. I'm we assuming put, we lights put are the pagan mushroom too. presents on on the tree, and you know, <laughs> we're ready to open them up and eat them. <laughs> How fucking lame <laughs> were were pagan Christmases back then? You got a fucking mushroom. We're gonna do a Christmas episode, so stay tuned for that. I, I have some ideas, yeah. so we'll get we'll get into that. Let's talk about Krampus. 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 Grampus. But I wanted to talk about a funny story. A funny story? That popped up in my Google News. And mm-hmm. I think I sent you the link, too. I think and you I, did. I thought it was like... I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I thought it was like really exciting. Um, uh, apparently, in Russia, they discovered the zombie virus. Oh, good. So They finally figured that out. So, so yeah, COVID, TV comes COVID's real. It's like almost gone, and so now we we get this this scare. It's it's so ridiculous. Let me read you guys the article. Um, thawing of frozen landscapes have has potentially unleashed infectious zombie unleashed. virus that have been locked underground for thousands of years, according to new research. One quarter of the northern hemisphere has permanently frozen ground beneath it, and is facing irreversible irreversible thawing due to the climate crisis this decomposing landscape releases carbon dioxide <laughs> and methane into the atmosphere adding decomposing heat. landscape is my favorite black metal band by the way. <laughs> adding more heat to the planet the new study led by microbiologist jean marie olympic from the french national center of science uh, scientific research uh, Center of at, Science looked at samples collected from the permafrost in the Russian province of Siberia, like the Huskies. Um, from these scientists, were able to awaken thirteen new viruses, which they labeled zombie viruses, including one which remained infectious after more than forty-eight thousand years in deep. Permafrost. So where do they where do they house this shit? Here's what pisses me off. Like, did you okay? Did you experiment on somebody? Did they become a zombie? You cannot no. label it a zombie virus if it is not eating people's brains. Like, like how? Where do they well, get the does, name for that? How does uh, like in mo- movie lore? I know it's a, zombies are generally like a disease that. Mm-hmm that takes over and you get bitten. That's how it's transmitted in the, the fucking zombie lore. Yeah. But what does it do? Does it, does it, I know, and I don't know notoriously zombies love the taste of the brains, but what the fuck does it do to your brain? If you get the virus, the only thing I could think does of is kind of like what we talked about in our last episode. If you guys didn't tune into our last episode, which I wanted to touch base on that in a little, 
no. funny thing about that a little bit. But um, like how it was saying like the Black Plague, they were worried about the the infectious disease still infecting people even though the bodies were dead, so they had to burn them. Yeah. So like for me, it's like with this, it's like how how do you know if it was from would thousands know? of years ago? Mm-hmm. Like how how do you know and how can you label the, label it the zombie virus? Unless they're just, just trying, trying to be, to be they're trying to get they're trying to be cute and they're trying to get fucking attention. Well, they are. It's probably a gnarly disease because I don't think like they're not saying going that. Around this, there's reels like everybody's fucking talking about. This I'm sure that everybody's like, oh, like 2022 already started. Blah, and didn't you fill in the blank? You the one who told started. me a while back ago um, that there was a poll that if if there was a, a that the zombie virus could actually be, it could something that could happen. Wasn't there some like? Well, I would imagine that there's something that is that could resemble a zombie virus. Because what's the fucking? I'm gonna sound like an idiot, but what's the fucking cat virus that everybody says you get if you have cats? Well, that's oh, in the kitty um, litter. Cat scratch fever. No, it's the cat. Besides the song. from the kitty litter virus from the kitty litter. Yeah, that like makes you like it. It kind of earworms into your brain. So I could see like a like a, it's a, very a, dangerous when you're pregnant. Like yeah, your your baby could could come out it's like breathing in the fumes. Um, baby, could, they said that your babies can come out blind and have different. Yeah. Issues. So it's uh, it's a, apparently a toxoplasma parasite, um, and it and it's in cat cat shit essentially, and it makes you it makes it it alters your brain a little bit. It alters cats' brains a little bit. So there could be conceivably a virus that. Speaking of. Oh my god. He knows we're talking about him, for all the people uh, listening to us. Uh, my cat just jumped on my lap. Yeah, for all your audios, we just have how, a cat invasion. Funny, like if he knows. He's trying to defend he's himself. A, he's a very smart cat. He can't defend himself though. There's no. But you could see a you could see a virus like latching onto the brain and kind of taking over the controls a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as, as like extreme as like all of a sudden you have like you're mummified essentially and you have a taste for brain. Well, there has been over since at least since I've been alive, which I would guess prior to my living life expectancy. Is that where you say that word? Um, expectancy. Like there, I've, I've read reports where there's been like people eating other humans. Like there wasn't there that story about that, that man, he was like naked and he was like eating. Oh, that was a bath salt thing. He's right? eating a homeless person. Yeah. Well, I there mean, you go. Jeffrey like, Dahmer. It's, it's how it's how you how it affects your your brain, so to speak. So um, I think in in certain aspects, yeah, that that zombie virus can be real. Oh yeah, and and there's there's people that also believe that the COVID virus is is a zombie virus. So if eventually, like when the five G, when the net, when we when it keeps, that's the switch. Yeah. When the five G really kicks in and they keep going mm-hmm. higher and higher, that's like and from all like the boosters and stuff that, uh-huh. that people take, it's all fucking, it's all, it's, it's gonna, all coming it's together. Rattle it's our a, brain. It's a fucking but plan, but man. It it's all plan. Everybody's in on it. Which I find it so interesting because it's like I feel like if you were injected with mm-hmm. a, a virus that was going to affect your brain. How would it just like be turned on like a switch? I think it would it would already be affecting it, you know. You figure they couldn't. They would be very scientifically be very hard for them to control that to like have it like dormant and then have a, something that would, especially from a like a kind of a broad source like a five G network or something like that, 
It'd be hard to picture that for sure. And I don't know if they really need it because like they have cell phones, like, and mm-hmm. they have like, they have enough current networks to manipulate us to, to not care about all the shit that's happening and all that, all that shit. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I believe that that's nuts. And the thing is like, you imagine like with this, we don't know that kind of leads to like the, the woes of climate change, because whether it like come with your own theories, I think that humans are definitely not fucking helping. They're, they're no way even close to helping the, the natural cyclical nature of climate change, but we're, we're adding a ton to it. But like, we're going to start seeing real effects of fucking climate change like soon. It's like water is going to be super short. Diseases are going to crop up that we're not used to. About the Mississippi River, like there's parts of it like that are starting to run dry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're going to have, we're so far, we're still fucking kicking the can down the road, but eventually we're not going to be able to like, there's going to be no more road to kick the can down. We're going to, we're going to have some real fucking issues maybe in our lifetime that are going to like, we're going to see, you know, look at, if you look at all the fucking, I mean, I don't want to get on a soapbox, but if you look at all the fucking storms, all the fucking natural and yeah, sure. There's, you know, there's always been, you know, hurricanes, but they're getting nasty and they're getting more frequent. They're getting really nasty. And there's always been like, you know, big storms and big earthquakes and big floods and stuff like that. But it seems more frequent and more, Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, reading an article like that where you're like, you, you know, from all the sci-fi, like the zombie movies yeah. and the zombie series that we've watched, like, it's just so, like, goddamn. I think I might be on, I think I might be already on the record, but I want to restate the fact that I think that more than likely, more than an asteroid or more than um, some mega flood or whatever that wouldn't actually wipe out the human, but, but I think scientists are going to be eventually they're, they're obviously the, the cause of our extended life and they are doing miraculous things and wonderful things. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually some scientists is going to make the ultimate oopsie, whether it be uh, too much fucking AI and they take over or they, or scientists are exploring this like fucking ice cap in Russia or whatever. And they, and they unleash the fucking deadly virus that kills everybody. Mm-hmm. I think eventually like my theory is that like my working, like, if I were taking a death pools on, on the human race, I think scientists eventually one of them's or multiple of them are, are going to fuck up and they're going to cause the demise of the earth in some, in some strong way is that that's how I, I think more than an asteroid, obviously an asteroid and eventually the sun's going to fucking explode and all that stuff. You, but but it's like, we're playing like it. I'm not the guy who ever cries playing God, but you know, when you're, we do, like, humans are more and more playing fucking God, and, and eventually, like, you know, it, as in a lot of religious texts, God has a big, heavy hand. Mm-hmm. And so the more we, we act like God, the more our actions are heavy, our, our hand is bigger and our hammer is mightier, and so, and there's going to be accidents, and there's going to be greed, and there's going to be corruption and all that stuff that is going to lead towards, you could, you could look at it now, the fucking oil industry and everything, like, corruption and greed and, and human um you know scientific discovery from ages ago but still scientific discovery um is gonna lead to our dem- demise eventually i think but w- who could say yeah i don't know it's just it's just wild 
It's, it is wild. I don't. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I have no idea. You know what I've been on lately? I've been on a, like for some reason I've been on. I got back on a. I don't. I don't know why. I got back on a little bit of a true crime kick. Um. Have you heard of the Axeman of, of New Orleans? No. So there's a famous, and it's it, there's a lot of lore around this person, and it was definitely a gentleman. Um, but there is a serial killer. New Orleans has his own sort of, um, I don't want to say Jack the Ripper, but that style where the, a man went on a murdering serial killer spree. Uh, so, so there's the the consensus, the 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 kind of given, accepted time frame is nine, May of 1918 to October of 1919. It's definitely when the Axeman of New Orleans was out there hatcheting people up, mm-hmm. um, and hammering people up, and all that stuff. Um, there is some speculation that he might have been floating around in 1911 and doing some extra extra credit stuff around then. Uh-huh. But for sure, he was floating around as of at least uh, 1918. And what the Axeman would do is he would, uh, in the middle of the night, um, and I, I, I hope I don't upset you on this one, because um, he had a type. He had a murdering type. And they were all Italian immigrants. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't you're, know if you have lying. any family in you're New Orleans. Or, no, he would attack. Was he Italian? Nobody knows. And so they, they're oh, not he sure. Is straight up, he is like a Jack the Ripper. There's speculation that he might have either had some resentment toward immigrants of Italian descent mm-hmm. or just immigrants in general, or he might have. There oh, were some I theories. I've never heard this. There were some flimsy theories, uh, that maybe it was related to the mob because whenever Italians are floating out there, of course someone has to fucking throw out a mob theory. Um, but that doesn't really hold much water. But, but he there, was there even a mob? Oh yeah. At that. Oh yeah. In that town. They weren't. So the mob really grew into prominence, as far as in I the know. Forties. This is not the History Channel, but during Prohibition is when they flourished because they were oh, able to so like the 20s. seize up. But there was but the the mob and and kind of protecting and, and and protection fees and stuff were were around around that time. So there was the mob. They just didn't. They weren't like the Godfather mob. The mob you mm-hmm. fucking see like, but they were around for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if Al Capone, Al Capoco, Al Capone was doing his Al Capoco was not doing. How dare you? I don't know if the restaurant Al Capoco was around, but I'm sure they were doing their thing too. Um, that's also a place in Mexico. It is, it is. So the reason, obviously, the reason why he got dubbed the Axe Man is because he what he would the the vicious thing is so he his modus operandi is he would wall. Usually a couple. Now, was it males or was it females or all? Like, doesn't matter. So it seems to be Italian. That's true. Any comers, as long as you're Italian. But he seemed to he he, there was men and women who were who fell victim Mm -hmm. to the axe man, and he seemed to target women and and men were more of a. more of a casualty of his casualties, right? It was like, oh, the man's there too, so let me... Like the Golden State Killer, right? He mm-hmm. 
the target was women and if men were there well then that's part of the price of business you know that kind of wow. that kind of thing mm -hmm. but he would go in and he would break into houses and he would just whatever he would find whatever was laying around in the backyard so if there was an axe there was a hammer, whatever it was. He so would, he wouldn't even bring his own stuff. He no, he didn't even he even have the courtesy to fucking bring his B Y O M W B Y O M W. Oh. Bring your own murder weapon. He didn't even have that courtesy. He stole shit and used that against him, and he killed. What if you gonna find anything? Did you see what they had? I think I think that he probably I'm guessing that his probably his his kick and his and his how he got his rocks is he probably. I would imagine that he probably lingered around in a backyard because this is all prehand. They know how he got in the houses and stuff like that. And they know the murder weapons and they know how he got the murder weapons, but how he, I'm sure that he would just break into a backyard and poke around like a fucking creep. And if you found an ax, he would be like, okay, I'm going in or a hammer. Okay. I'm going in. So he did that. And he really, he, he got, he was, not caught. The part that makes him famous is there was a letter that he wrote in. Let me see the newspaper that he wrote it in. My real question is to you. So he wrote it in all the newspapers. He just were you blasted out the newspaper. Looking for Italian killers. He, can't, he killed around six to seven people, right? I think around Italian? seven confirmed. No, he's no, he killed like, like me, seven. I'm look up stuff to piss off my wife. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a few. No, no, no. The reason why he's famous, and and I'll and and I'll read this in a second. But he wrote a letter to the newspapers, mm -hmm. um, dated March nineteenth, and he said, and this is what he said to the news uh, newspapers. He said. <clears throat> on March on March 19th, this is uh, purportedly to be him. Esteemed mortal, they have never caught me and they never will. They have never seen me, for I am invisible. Even as the ether that surrounds your earth, I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what, no, what you Orleans and you foolish police call the axe man. When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe, besmeared with blood and brains of those of he whom I have sent below to keep my company. If you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigation in the past. In fact... They have been so utterly stupid as to not as only assume me, but his, his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph, etc. So he's, he's listing off some of the, the suspects and saying, they ain't, that ain't it. But tell me, but tell them to beware. Let them not try to discover what I am. For if it were better, they, they were never born than to incur the wrath of the axe man. I don't think there is any need of such a warning. For I feel sure the police will always dodge me, as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all harm. Undoubtedly, you Orleans think of me as a horrible murderer, which I am, but I could be much worse if I wanted to be. If I wished, I could pray a visit to your city every night. At will. So this is the part that really catches the imagination of everybody. 
He says, now to be exact, at 12.15, earthly time, on the next Tuesday night, I am going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I am going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music. And I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has a jazz band going, well, then so much for the better for you people. One thing is certain, and that is that the same of your people who do not jazz it out on that specific Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, I and is about to time I leave you earthly home, I will cease my discourse, hoping that thou will publish this, that it may go well with thee. I have been and am and will be the worst spirit that ever existed, either in fact or in realm of fantasy. Signed, the Axeman. So that Tuesday, New Orleans was packed. The, every single jazz hall on that Tuesday night after that letter was packed to the brim. You could hear in the streets of New Orleans, you could hear, I mean, you could always hear jazz music, but it was, everybody was playing jazz. So, to I avoid. Would just, so you, people would just stay there all night and listen to the music? Up, up until at least 12.15 to avoid the wrath of the axe man. And he murdered after, so that night, everybody was spared. There's no reported cases of the axe man. But he murdered after the fact, after that. There was a few other murders. And then the axe man disappeared. Nobody knows. What year? So the last last confirmed murder from the axe man was October of 1919. And after that, the axe man disappeared. There's speculation um, that (laughs) it might have been... uh, Isn't that when um, the Spanish flu started? (laughs) It started around there. I think it started. I know it's. I know it's infamously called the Spanish flu of nineteen nineteen. But I think it started briefly before that. Um, I think. Don't quote me on that. But there's speculation that it might have been someone by the name of Joseph Monfrey who was shot dead in Los Angeles in nineteen in December nineteen twenty. Why? Uh, they, so this is the. I guess this is the speculation why they think it might be Joseph. Uh, so crime writer. Then this is from Wikipedia to source it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, crime writer Cole Will, Cole, Colin Wilson speculates the axeman could have been Joseph Monfrey, a man shot to death in Los Angeles in December 20, 1920 by the widow of Mike Pepitone, the axeman's last known victim. Wilson's theory has been widely repeated in other true crime books and websites. However, true crime writer Michael Newton searched New Orleans and Los Angeles public police and court records as well as newspaper archives and failed to find any evidence of a man with the name Joseph Monfrey, or a similar name, having been as, assaulted or killed in Los Angeles. So it's hard to find, again, with like some of this, the more mythical true crime stuff, yeah. it's hard to pin down um, who that was. And there so was. My question to you is do you think that this was a, a real life person? Do you think it was a demon that took over a human being's body? So I think it was, I think it was a, a human. You think it was just a person? A, a not a possessed person. I think it was someone who was a serial killer, of, you know. And I think, 
that the person liked that fear and and it, even now but especially in that time the, the mm-hmm. biggest way to 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 incite fear is to say that you're a spirit and you're a demon and you're like coming from satan's womb yeah. or whatever fucking bullshit that was i think that was how he like because a like lot of these of the supernatural serial killers get fucking their rocks off on power and that mm-hmm. him sending that letter and people fear and people lining up and and fucking jazz halls and shit like that to save themselves probably really got him off on that end so i do think that it was I, clearly I, and he might think because you know infamously you know you know the son of sam right mm-hmm. you know why he said he murdered right he was possessed or something. he's possessed by the devil that was in his neighbor's dog so serial killers I mean, obviously they're not of right mind, so they he might have thought that he was possessed by the devil. Was he actually possessed by the devil? Me. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. But he ended up killing twelve people. So he got a and to this day nobody knows who the Axeman is. But there's songs, there's j- little jazz songs. Just, the Axeman's jazz is about the a, Axeman of New Orleans. That's where it gets like convoluted because it's like you're this demon from another world and and you only kill Italians. <laughs> it's like, if, I don't think like he, if uh, you're uh, if you're truly like I feel like if you're a possessed demon, like I don't think that you're gonna go by a stereotype. You're not gonna have a type to kill. Like I don't I don't think that demons are um, sex, choosy, sexist, racist. You know, in in yeah, I don't, I, like to me, it's not like. You know, and then I'm gonna go listen to some jazz music. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah. Well, I think that's that, where I'm like, okay, this is definitely just. I don't think. I, for the record, uh, there is there is about a, a less than a one percent chance, very very low, like not even close to one percent chance, that I think he was actually possessed by an actual demon. Like he, I don't. He was just inciting that to fucking fuck with people, mm. and he. I think that. He probably, I do believe that he probably would have murdered that night if the jazz halls weren't packed as a way because he got his way of dominating and expressing his powers. He he incited fear in the city in some way. And if they wouldn't have listened to him and if the, the jazz hall would have been average attendance for a Tuesday night, then I think he would have been pissed and he would have went out and murdered. I yeah. do think that, I do think that the, the, the jazz halls saved Save the wrath of the Axeman, who was human, but a fucking frightening, whoever it was, was fucking frightening without mercy and took real glee in it. Like, it's, it's scary. But there's, there's song, the Axeman's jazz, I'd play it for you, but we get taken down off of YouTube and Spotify and oh, all that shit. Oh, no. I want to hear it. Later. But there's, song, there's jazz songs uh, written specifically after that. And so. Crazy. Wow. That was a really good story. Thank you. I've never heard that before. And you know me, like I love my New Orleans shit. So yeah, it's it's part of the New Orleans lore, lore and yeah. it's it's a scary tale because nobody knew, had any inkling of who he was. And I would like to, because you know, New Orleans is all the haunted places you go. I wonder if there's anything sur- like surrounding him, like a, a place where he murdered. Where it's, you could, could probably be. go to the. I don't know if there's still houses, but uh, you know, he, he, I'm sure there's a few. Like like a place where he murdered and and maybe like there's still spirits roaming or something. There's about six of them, yeah, six or seven spots. 
this uh, I, and I, all of a sudden I got into to like again I got on a true crime kick and I got into mm-hmm. murder and fucking music. You know Phil Spector, right? Mm-mm. You don't know who Phil Spector is mm-hmm. infamously for he created the Wall of Sound. And one of the reasons why I got so fascinated, because we're on Christmas time and everybody knows the Ronettes during Christmas, like mm-hmm. sleigh bells and all that stuff. The man who created that sound was Phil Spector. And so he was a very famous musician. He was born in 1933, grew up in the Bronx, uh, created that that infamous sound with the wall sound with the Ronettes. He worked with the Beatles. He worked with the Ramones. He worked with all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Well, this man. Oh, I do know. You know Phil Spector now? Oh, yeah. Who's the murderer? Well, spoiler alert. Murder oh. barely leaned. Wait, you asked me. <laughs> Don't ask. I know, right? I just, but, it's, I'm so bad with names, but I was like, I know, I know. And then when you said Ronettes, I was like, oh. He worked with Ike and Tina Turner. He worked with all kinds of pe- very famous people. Wild. Notoriously an awful person to work with. He was a terrible person. He loved guns. Like, like not like people own guns or they don't own guns. He loved guns. Like he had them in the studio. He pointed a gun at fucking John Lennon before he got the ultimate gun pointed at him. Not even Yoko Ono was John Lennon. Uh, no, it was Did John it have Lennon. Something to do with Yoko? Ono? It might have. It might have. But apparently, John wow. Lennon was infamous for saying that I, you know, if you're gonna shoot me, kill me because I don't want it to to ruin my hear my hearing if you shoot oh, if you miss. God. Luckily, John Lennon didn't get, well, I was going to say luckily John Lennon didn't get shot, but well, that's, um, mm-hmm. yeah. at least by him, at least by him. But Phil Spector was this massive, massive recording artist, and he was considered a genius by all, by everybody in the industry. Again, notoriously awful to work with. Um, he was awful to uh, the Ronette, which is the Ronette he was married to. He was married to one, and she, he was abusive. Oh my God. He would threaten everybody. He was awful. Um, but he never, he was never checked. He still was able to work in the industry, still was able to own a giant house, yeah. be in the scene. White privilege. All kinds of, yeah, all kinds of privilege. So the real, the, the his demise, though, took place with, like you said, he ended up in on February 3rd, 2003. He was on a, <clears throat> there was a um, an actress. I'm, I'm having a lot of trouble with words. There was an actress by the name of Lana Clarkson who was initially, she was a model, and then she turned into like kind of a B-movie act, actress. She was in like Roger Corman movies, which are like super cheesy science, science fiction movies. But she had a spell where she wasn't, working as much because she got up there in age and unfortunately in the industry like females like once you get up there in age like you you gotta have some real you gotta be like a fucking Meryl Streep to keep working it's insane but she was trying to keep networking so she got a part-time job as a hostess at the House of Blues on on, on the night of February 3rd 2003 uh, there might have been February 2nd and then it carried over the night of February or the morning of February 3rd but Phil Spector walked in with a date. Um, she initially, she initially really pissed him off because he used. I don't remember if you remember in the courthouse he would wear fucking wigs. Do you remember oh, this no. crazy ass like wig? So he was wearing like at the at the House of Blues he was wearing this giant wig, and so she thought he was a female, and so he got irate. 
at this. And so he was already pissed. And so she was trying to be nice and everything and try to like customer service it over by being super nice to him. Mm-hmm. Well, he took a liking that his date fucking Phil Spector's date scrambled because she was a little bit weirded out because he was boozed up. He was pilled up. He was everything yeah, under the sun. He was just some coke. jacked like he was fucking gone and he had a driver. And so Lana, who is, again, the hostess, who is, an, who is an actress, model, all that stuff. She was walking out, and Phil Spector was in his limo, and he basically coaxed her. It's like, baby, it's cold outside for, for the Christmas. <laughs> like, he coaxed her into going. Like, she's like, no, no, no. He's like, just one drink. And so she eventually relented and went in the car with her. And that's the last time she's seen alive is on that CCTV, which is the closed circuit televisions, Mm -hmm. was her getting into his limo. Mm -hmm. And he took her to his cat, what he called his castle, which was his one of his fucking pride and joys in Alhambra. And she got inside. Driver was waiting outside. Right. Because he said that's his gig. Like. If Phil Spector wants to go somewhere random at 3 a.m., like, that's his job. (laughs) And the driver's sitting there, and he hears a pop. And he he goes... What do you mean he's a pop? Here's a pop. Oh. Here's a pop. And so he goes, and he, he goes to start checking on it, and Phil Spector walks out, I think with the gun in his hand, and he says... He goes, Phil Spector on that night goes between admitting it and saying other things. So he says, I think, I think I killed somebody or something of that effect. Let me see what he actually said. Was he still wearing his wig at this time? I don't think so. I think the wig (laughs) had fallen off. I think. Hold on. So, so as he walked out, he's, he's the, the Andre, Andriano D'Souza, who is the driver is quoted as saying he heard I think I killed somebody from Phil Spector. And so the driver does. So if you were that person, who would you call first? And this this gets to... The driver? The driver. If you're the driver, who would I, you call first? Like working for somebody that is already kind of a like schizophrenic the, person. Like you don't know what to ex- like expect sure. from him and he's already aggressive. Sure. And sure if he's lashed out on the driver a million times i'm sure um i would be i would probably call you or my mom and be like what do i do i'm 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 scared for my my life now because i know how aggressive he is and i know that he could potentially kill somebody um and then i would probably after talking to you guys and 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 you know being shaken up i then i'd probably call the police yeah so what, instead of that, instead of calling his wife or his mom or his kids, or oh. he called uh, Phil Spector's assistant. Why? Because, so Phil Spector had this assistant that he trusted that was always around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why his instinct was first to call the, the Maybe assistant. Maybe clean up the mess or... Maybe. This is like the Hollywood scandal yeah. type, type of shit. Like, yeah. who knows? If the assistant would... Who knows stuff both of them have seen? If the... I, I'm very curious. If the assistant... Because I'll... Slight spoiler. Five seconds ahead is that the assistant didn't, an, didn't answer the phone. If the assistant would have answered the phone, I wonder how that would have shaken out. If we would have Phil Spector still at the House of Blues 
the next week. But the driver couldn't get a hold of the assistant. So he ended up calling the police. And the police, he, you know, he calls and he's like, I think my boss killed somebody. <laughs> Could in you my, imagine in, having that phone in call? In my car, yeah. Not in the car. So they were in the house. So the, the driver was waiting oh. outside of the house. Oh. And he was just, that's, you. Got he's it. the driver. So Got you don't allow it on the house. Like that's. You're just hanging out until he needs you again. Especially the Phil Spector type. Like he was awful. Like he was, he was an awful human being. Like he was a bully and everything. So the driver couldn't be in the house. Like I'm sure the driver got to spend some toilet time on the guest, guest house, but no, he was not. He was, he was in the car. So he had the pop and Phil Spector walks outside of that, the, the castle, quote unquote castle and says, I think I killed somebody. And the driver knew. To when he said, I think he killed somebody. I don't know. He's not, there's not, it's very murky on how he reacted to that. But, um, I think, I think Phil went back inside to try to fucking rearrange shit. But so that he calls the police mm-hmm. and again, the driver fully, he knows well that, that Lana Clarkson was in the house. Like mm-hmm. she didn't leave and stuff like that. So he calls the cops and he says, I, I think my boss can. So the cops show up. And that's when Phil Spector's story starts to change. He says she kissed the gun. It was suicide. He started making up all kinds of fucking crazy ass shit um, to try to convince the police that it wasn't him, that it was like that this random fucking lady who might have had some depression issues, maybe walked in a random person's house, took his gun and shot herself is the batshittiest fucking like defense theory ever. But that's what he kept saying. And he, in at that night he was belligerent and and as he was being interviewed by the cops because he was taken right away because they're like this is fucking shady as shit mm-hmm. he was going in between like that bitch had it coming to like she committed suicide mm-hmm. i'm the victim here oh god and so anyways like long story short on this is that he went to trial he had he had uh fucking uh a bunch of high profile he had the one of the attorneys for who defended, um, who defended OJ Simpson. Wow. He had the Menendez brothers attorney. He had all, and he kept firing them because he's like, they're all, you're all like fucking pieces of shit. Like you're not like, you're oh and he ended up like having, he ended up having a new attorney, like right before closing arguments. So surprise, surprise. He got one was a mistrial and then they did it and he got found guilty. And and Phil Spector spent the rest of his life until he died from COVID complications in 2021 in prison. And so whenever, like now, whenever I hear that fucking Christmas song, it's like all I can think about is fucking Phil Spector, Mm. a piece of shit. Like he was a fucking asshole. And he lived a very good long life being a fucking bully until 2003 when it finally hit him. How old was he when he got incarcerated? So he eventually, so he, in 2003, he died in 2021. He died at the age of 81. So he was, he was about like 61, somewhere around probably 63. So he was, he was up there in age. Like he had a long life of being a piece of shit. Like it's just, nobody had, nobody had anything good to say about him personally. Like everybody was like, oh, he's a genius. He's a genius. But personally he was a piece of shit and also Happened to be a fucking murderer. Wow. So, yeah, anytime you listen to Ronettes, just go ahead and think of Phil Spector. Well, his wife 
whatever runnet he was married to. Um, she tried to tell to them alive. too. Oh, she of course. She tried to tell me. I didn't listen to her because oh, she's a minority. No. You know. Fuck no! That like nobody listened. Nobody listened to her. Like she yeah. was like he's a he is an abusive person, and I think people knew that he was. It was one of those things. I think it was pre. There was like a lot of like turning the other cheek for celebrities and musicians and actors like when they did terrible things because they were high profile. I think those days are pretty much over. Like I don't think a Phil Spector could fucking survive like that level. Like you could be a piece of, there's plenty of people in the music industry who are fucking downright awful. Right. But I mean, pulling a gun on John Lennon, I feel like, the equivalent of like pulling a Today, gun on fucking like Taylor point. Swift, yeah. I think would get yeah. your career ended yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Like the genius For thing sure. would be fucking over, completely mm-hmm. over. Anyways, that's what I got wow. on a real true crime quick quick wow. <laughs> for music. I'm just over here like the zombie virus is coming. <laughs> You're scared. You're scared. Um, but you know what's interesting? Totally. What? Off subject, we're all I over love the place off tonight, and that's kind of how my brain works. So <laughs> I love off subject. Was, this whole podcast driving, is off subject. I was driving to work. Was it last Saturday? Maybe two Saturdays ago. Uh, I had to be like, or it might have been Sunday. I had to be there at like seven, and so I like, I'm driving super early. Uh, the sun's out, but it's you know it's barely out, and it's it's super bright and then like as i'm driving like not on the freeway yet i see like what what looks like you know what what people call the the chemtrails or whatever yeah brother um but like it's not it looks it looks like some kind of like rocket ship so it looks like it's it's going you can't see it you literally just see the trail behind it and the trail doesn't leave the the chemtrail like you see it's, it's like maybe like i would say the size of like I don't know maybe like a mile behind it, but it's dissolving, so it's clearly just like water, like from you know like flying and, and all all what happens when um, the motor's going and all that kind of science stuff. and shit. Yeah, so um, so I'm like, oh okay, well it's not a chemtrail, but then it starts like take it like I see it in front of me, and you know it's really up high. And then, like, as I'm driving, do to do, look away, no big deal, right? And then I look up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's moving really fast. Like, it, it like, just, like, boom, like, just shot super fast. So I was like, that doesn't seem like it would be, like, one of our crafts or whatever. And then, like, it's going even faster, and I'm like, what is this? And I'm saying this out loud, <laughs> driving by myself. I'm like, who are you? And And then, like... I'm, like, trying to, like, chase it, trying to go a little bit faster before I have to get on the freeway to go the opposite way. Oh, you're a UFO chaser. And and I'm just, like, gosh, like, what, like, what are you doing? And then it would, like, slow down again, and I would, I would like, not catch up to it by any means. It's, it's way, f- who knows how high up in the sky. Like I said, all I can see is the water that's dissolving. Sounds like you were high up in the sky. That's making, <laughs> that's making a wish. Um yeah. But and and then all of a sudden I see it like it's it kind of like stops and it starts like doing this pulsating thing and I'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> and I'm like driving but I like really wanted to videotape but then at that point when it started doing that I just like had to hop on the freeway but it was really interesting 
So you gave me, you gave me kind of, I think you already gave me the answer to the question I'm about to ask, but do you, if if you run into, like if you see a UFO on the horizon, right? It's fairly clearly a UFO. Are you heading towards that shit or are you like staying put or are you going the opposite way? Like I'm, which way are you going? I'm going to talk to them either telepathically or. They're not talking out. to you. You're, you're chasing a ship. Are you chasing that ship no. to get closer to try to talk to no. them, or are you going the I other might way? Take a little or standing your ground. I might take a little snapshot, but I'm going to head the other direction. You're going to go, opposite. and I'm going to let them know I come in peace. You could catch that shit Bro, on TV if it's really. There's a lot of bad humans out there, but don't fuck with this one, please. I, I'm just. <laughs> you guys, you, to live my you aliens life. ever heard of the Axe Man? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what if what if aliens like, are just I'm only into a quarter Italian? <laughs> what if what if aliens came down and they were a fan of our podcast? And they said, we want to be the first interview. Let's do it. How excited would you be? You'd be thrilled, right? I'm, I we got, would, we, we I beat fucking Sukulos. Fuck you, Sukulos. I, I love I, you, Sukulos. Fuck you, Sukulos. Be, be I love you. Hoping that we could be friends. <laughs> I want more. What would you even talk about, though? You just like I talk about like what do you do on your planet? Life, if there's what's two, your food? If what's there's your food? Two moons on their planet, like Tatooine. Um, if there's sunsets, do they have wars and stars? Um, I, yeah, I would. I would. There's so many things. Like, is there a Boba Fett? Like, if how they treat their children and the food they eat? Do they have taco trucks? Like, <laughs> you know, just all the, the what all if things. so? What's their traditions? Do they have holidays? Like, I don't know. Like, you know. What's their religion? Do they believe? Is there a religion? Like, what do they believe? You know? Would you be, be okay if they if they eat humans, but not if like dead humans, like already dead humans, like they don't murder, they just eat no, already they like they're like, like scav they're, they're like scavengers, like like basically like our cat. If we pretty much, it. would you be okay with that? No, I mean we live with a cat that would do that. So oh, fucking asshole, where is he? You're I not mean, my hey. Hey, if the going gets You're tough, trying to take no. a take chunk out of you tonight. <laughs> if my question to you is, yeah, if the going gets tough, Did the tough get going. What <laughs> would you eat me if I died before you, and you had no food, uh-huh. and you were desperate and yeah. there was a zombie uh, apocalypse outside and you knew you couldn't really go out and hunt yeah i w- i'll tell you right now I, w- I would not mind well yeah I, I don't think i could i don't think i could because but it, you were starving like you haven't eaten i get in that so, and like so i'm hungry when, i get that but the when thing that takes over you uh-huh when the feeling do? takes over i mean me. of course like you know you can Cook it up, you know. Take, take okay, a I can season it right. I'm yeah. gonna season it if I'm. <laughs> yeah, the booty's probably the the, uh-huh. the best part. So uh-huh. get a little rump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't do? think I could because here's the thing: it, it it is is life worth it at that point? Like if. Oh, I love that. Isn't he the greatest? I mean, I am the greatest. Thank you, like oh Muhammad my Ali. Gosh. But like. There's, a, there's like my family's gone. A threshold, there's a yeah. fucking zombie apartment. Why? Who yeah. cares? Just well, fuck when it. We went, when we've been watching, <laughs> go like, off into when the we watched The Walking Dead, sleep. there was a lot of times where I was like, I just don't think I would want to live anymore. It's miserable. Yeah. The, what they and all those through, people. It just was like. 
scenario after scenario of fucked up events, you know? And all those people in The Walking Dead smell like pure asshole. <laughs> they all fucking stunk so bad. Like, it's just disgusting. You're just, you're stinking. You're constantly paranoid. There's like zombies. And then hungry the real fun. enemies, guys, is the humans. I don't know if you've seen the show. Um, but <laughs> like, it's just, you're, you're fighting for survival. Yeah. You're building shitty makeshift fences. You're living in abandoned houses and they're just like creepy and just, how would you, yeah. it just, if, and it's a distinction. If, but, but here's, here's the kicker. Like, would you, how would you, here's the chomper. How would you end your life? Because if you, I wouldn't go out into the wilderness for, to get beat. No, by but zombies. what I'm saying is, would you want to become the undead? No, not so, at all. Is it a bullet to the head then? Is that how you? How do you kill a zombie? Get a bullet to the head, right? I think, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the universal fucking thing. It's like you you, you you cut off the brain source. So, yeah. so chopping or, or bullet. Okay. To, that's kind of the, I think that it kind of mixed, it's mixed depending on the show, but I think universally, like, it, you're guaranteed to get a good kill out of a zombie if you got him in the head. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do. And it's a different distinction if there's fucking if my family's still around, right? Like, because I'm living for you. Protection. I'm living for mm-hmm. the little one. Like, but mm-hmm. if everybody else is gone, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, True. The fuck. The fuck. God, what a what a dark thought. What if would you? So would you stick around if zombies were semi intelligent and it was like you just had to live with zombies? We're like just like kind of what's that show Clementine watches? No, fucking zo- it's literally called Zombies. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's you're the only human, and they look I'm down the on you, one. and they've already ate some of your family. Yeah, no, you can't. No, you can't forgive that. You can't. You can't trust that. Why are you gonna live a life a life where you know <laughs> where someone ate your friend and your family, <laughs> and you're next. Am I next? Oh shit. Son mm-hmm. of a bitch. I was going to ask you a question, but I completely lost my train of thought. Hmm. I oh, I, I forgot to ask you, actually. Would you Would you take a bite out of... Bite out of, little, bite out of a little crisser? Um, I've, you could say yes. I won't be offended. When I think of... A little scared. When I, I think of, like, as an individual myself... I would want it. I would want to just end. But if we still had the little one and, and she really needed to eat, I I wouldn't know what else to do. Yeah, no. That at that point, that, I'm like, you know. So there's like scenarios where, like, do I just kill me and my daughter? Like, you know what I mean? There's just like no. I think at that point you got weird gotta... thing. If it was just me, like, like. I'll, you can take a chomp out of me, but I'm just no, you know, no, no. If it was me, I'll, I'll I'll be gone to November. Like I'll, I'm done. But yeah, like that's that's the only thing when you start when you're a parent, you start to think differently. Like oh sure, survival mode completely doesn't, different. It doesn't matter. Like we we have to survive. And I think when if it ever got to that point, I think you're you were we we're not the people that we are today. You know, like we're gonna be so harder colder we're not warmer the same yeah so. warmer <laughs> I was just playing warmer yeah cold. so yeah 
Well, on the bright side, thousands of monkeys celebrate <laughs> feast day in central Thailand, and it's bananas, according oh to HuffPost. There's apparently there's like a there's a uh, monkey celebrate f- feast. There's a feast they day for monkeys. Up? I think yeah, some of them are wearing. Oh, I'm sure some of them get to wear bow ties. <laughs> a meal. I'm re- I'm reading this from HuffPost, by the way. A meal fit for monkeys was served on Sunday at the annual Monkey Feast Festival in central Thailand. This makes me want to go to Thailand. Amid the morning traffic, rows of monkey statues holding trays <laughs> were lined up outside the compound of ancient three pagodas while volunteers prepared food across the road for real monkeys. The symbol of the Purbi, sorry if I'm butchering that, I apologize, province around 150 kilometers, uh, kilometers is how they say it actually, kilometers sounds so intense. Sounds like an American saying it. North of Bangkok. Throngs of, of macaque monkeys. <laughs> that's how, that is how you pronounce macaque. Uh, ran around at times fighting with each other while the crowds of visitors and locals grew. So basically there's a festival where monkeys get to have a buffet. That sounds I like fun. It. Can we have that in America? But don't also, which type of monkeys are those? Don't Chimpanzees? Uh, macaques. They're like macaques? little monkeys. Or like uh, small little monkeys, like this one. Okay, I'm showing so you a picture of a macaque. They look like chimpanzees. They look like no, they're not chimpanzees. Wait, oh, the, ser- the, the the statue servers. Okay, yeah, the these st- guys. Okay, those. That's a chimpanzee. Yes. The okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. the little ones. Yeah, that would be cute. But I was thinking of chimpanzees. I was like, don't they like? Aren't they aggressive and bite they're your face? They're fairly off? aggressive. Oh yeah, for sure. Pet so, monkeys yeah, like are, are incredibly I mean, dangerous. I mean, I would watch that from afar. Like. <laughs> Pet monkeys, like once they get older, they the hormones start. They turn into like teenagers with like superhuman strength that don't want to be yeah. in the house. Like, mm-hmm. just imagine a pouty teenager who throws like a shit, some shit, and breaks across. Just imagine just like that. The but. cat on my lap right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he threw a fit he when a he fit. was the dumbass that wanted to sit there. It was his choice. Yeah, not our Bitch, problem. You asked for it. I didn't. Well, this has been an episode of Extra Normal Podcast. <laughs> My name again is Christoph. Alongside me is Brianna. You can follow us at Extra Normal Podcast on Baby, TikTok. Baby, it's cold outside. Twitter. That song is so fucking dumb. We had it. Can we hold on? Pause that. Can we have a discussion about knew, that song? It's Christmas it, time. That song is it. fucking dumb. I don't get like you, you, y'all. I like it. Shut up. Y'all woke warriors versus cancel concert deniers. You all have your fight. Objectively, that song is dumb. I'm and I, I'm upset. Somebody, okay, we have somebody live on here. Okay, like, if okay, if we were first dating, I know you would never be that aggressive, but he's like, not even aggressive. He's just like, a fucking if loser. Like, if I was like, oh, I have to go, and you're like, oh, you should stay a little longer. I'd be like, no, but okay. Like, like going back to like when we were 22. Like, yeah. I, I feel like for sure I would. To- I did play like hard to get with you, and you fucking loved it. So I feel like girls have to do that shit. It's all a game. It's part of it. People need to like stop reading so much into it. Oh my god, he's putting a, a fucking roofie in her oh, drink. He definitely you know? did rape her like, after. And I'm just- <laughs> she did not survive the fucking night. There's no way that loser <laughs> didn't so fucking stupid. murder her. <laughs> He might be the Axe Man. There might be a song based yes, on the Axe Man. Yes, I can see your chat, John fourteen one twenty. Yes, we can. Hey, um, no, he, I, that's that, that's one of the things now. I officially fucking hate that song is because this whole discussion on whether it's fucking 
date rapey or not. It is date rapey, whether it should be canceled or not, I should say. Um, is putting it in the fucking mix, like when that sh- song should have died, it's rightful slow fucking death as a dumb song. And uh, the whole, oh, it's cute because playing, she's playing hard to get. It's a four-minute song about someone like being persistent and someone playing hard to get sick hard to get like it's just too much it's too much he's not being that persistent he is he's like oh she's like no he's like yes well, well no well, yes people would also say that just, she was being a doormat she could have easily been like of course give me your motherfucking coat i'm leaving goodbye like you know like yeah no I, but that's the thing is that they're both fucking sloppy like they're both all right that's it i'm done this upset me <laughs> You officially did it. You're oh, fucking upset. We're talking me. about the song "Baby, It's Cold Outside." We got side trends. I I like the song. I hate it, and I don't think that it's a date rape song. It is. He totally. I think it's a girl, especially for the time. I think she's playing hard. You know to what get. it is? It's it's the the cat and mouse, the chase. Um, the men love it. The women love doing it. It's all a it's all a part of it, and I think for the the song to get so like just. Especially like now, it's like, how come nobody was thinking this like twenty years ago, thirty years ago? Because there was a lot of date rape, a lot more date rape. Um, God, females (laughs) date rape too. That's right. That's right. I I have have not. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) Um, No, it's just I don't know. It's like, and I think also too, what doesn't help that fucking song is the way every single one of the dude singers sing it. They sing it all fucking creepy. I think. I think they all sing it fucking creepily. You'll never. I'll never like that song. You'll never like it. Because it sucks. That song sucks. It doesn't bother me. We should do it. I I just think of nostalgic songs, and I like... It's a holiday song. Okay, what's the worst Christmas song? Oh, God. I'll go first. Baby Cold Outside. Fuck you. Oh no, the Beatles, the Beatles one. Bum, bum, That's a pretty bad one. It just it doesn't flow. I love the Beatles. Huge fan. <laughs> Fuck that. Not really song. going on on a limb of the bed. Fuck that. So it gets stuck in your head. It's weird. It's got that was it the seventies where that that came out? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was a very seventies like ugh, I hated that but that part of the seventies. There's a lot of bad Christmas songs, you know. But and the problem that would be bad like my Christmas ultimate, songs, like worst of the worst. There's yeah. another one. Oh, the one I don't want to fucking tell you because they're gonna start playing it for me. The it's like Christmas, like it's like it's like is it a newer one? It's like I don't even know. It's so bad though. It's like robotic almost, and then it's like it's Christmas. <laughs> What are you talking about? And next time I hear it, that's not an actual song. I have not heard it in a long time, and I'm I so haven't heard glad it ever. It like, sounds terrible. Why do they play this song? All right, we're gonna do it. We're gonna as part of our one of our our, our Christmas episodes. We're gonna do we're gonna do a poll for worst fucking Christmas song ever. <laughs> we're not gonna do best because who gives a shit? There's there's some good ones, but you know. I think although people may agree with you on. Maybe it's cold outside. It sucks. I wouldn't say they would think it's the worst song. I think that there no, are no people are not gonna say it's worse, the worst. Worst songs. There's worse songs than that. Yeah. Fucking loser. That guy's a loser. 
This has been an episode of Extra Normal Podcast. <laughs> My name again is Christoph. Alongside me is Brianna. You can find us at Extra Normal Podcast on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. You can find us uh, YouTube. on YouTube. You can like, subscribe, get notifications to see when we randomly go live. You might you might just be on YouTube and see we're going live and, and it's like catching a unicorn. It's a beautiful fucking thing. Check it out. You can email us extranormalpodcast at gmail.com if you have any thoughts about the axe man. Phil Spector, zombie viruses, whether you'd eat your partner in the case of a zombie virus or... How to do what you got to do. Whether uh, a certain Christmas song sucks. <laughs> let us know. And thanks for listening. <laughs>